Hi, welcome to another mini-sode of Song Title Challenge, where the question is, climbers, how would you write this one? Climbers or listeners of this podcast send in their song titles to info at daredevilproduction.com. Production is singular. There is no S. Info at daredevilproduction.com. Put song title challenge in the subject line, please. Again, song title challenge in the subject line so that it gets into the right folder. And then I spring the song titles on Brent and we sort of mimic the prep work that sometimes either you should be doing before you go into a write or maybe that happens at the beginning, first 15 minutes of a write where somebody's got a title, everybody in the room is on board with the title. But now we're just going to talk about maybe four or five different conceptual ways that we can map out, create a blueprint for four to five concepts on how to write the lyrics instead of just writing the way you think it would go, the low-hanging fruit, what's a way you could twist it up? It's a fun, creative exercise. It's not a co-write in any way. You can use all of what we say. You can use none of what we say. You owe us nothing except we do request an invitation to the number one party, right? That is right. Anything else you want to add to that, brother? Man, I just want to encourage you all to dig deeper on your climb. I don't know if that's conflictatory or not, but yeah, we just want you to dig deeper and just keep looking past the obvious idea, the first idea you come up with for a title, because a title is not an idea. A title is just words. Is what you make those words mean that really matters. So that's just what we want to do. Yeah, that's right. And one more added benefit is this exercise, if you do this to your hook book on some of those old two, three, four-year-old title ideas that you had that are sort of like wilted lettuce now, you haven't thought about them in years, and there was some energy in there, obviously, enough to get you to write that down in your hookbook. And now it feels like the energy has gone. But if you go back in and just apply this 15 minutes of time, you know, set aside 15 minutes on an old title that just sort of pops out at you and try to do this exercise, you're going to breathe some new life and some new blood back into that song and make something that maybe was going to die by the wayside and die in the vine a brilliant song. Mm-hmm. And you've already done that, Brent, right? Well, I don't know about the brilliant part, but I've been breathing new life into some old titles. Yeah, but I've been doing my personal song title challenge, trying to do that on a regular basis. Yeah, going through, I've been writing them, been songs that my co-writers liked well enough to demo that were pitching that are 10 years old and hadn't been written in 10 years. But what do you know? There's some good stuff in there. So, yeah. I love it. Okay, so this one here is from... I'm going to mispronounce this name. His first name is Craig, and I'm sorry about your last name, Craig, but it's either Kuchler or Kuchler. Yeah, one of those two. Craig, one of those. Let's just call it Craig Kuchler. Let's just say that. I like that. All right. Ka- Thank Kuch- you, Craig. Well, there's no T, though. Kuchler. Kuchler. Kush- Let's just say Kuchler. Okay. <laughs> sorry, buddy. I'm, I'm, I'm ruining your name. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's more like songwriter name challenge. That's right. <laughs> songwriter name challenge. And his title is, are you ready? You got a yes. pen and paper? It's got called it. The Request. The request. Okay. The request. Got it down. I'll take a sip of coffee here. Thanks for sending that in, Craig. All right. So I try to let the title write the song because obviously, especially in these cases, the title is all you have. You don't have anything else. So the request. Uh, what do I think about request? Obviously, you're you're asking something. It could be on, on either end of the request. You're making the request. You're receiving the request. What do you do with it? Think of requesting a song. So the request is maybe I'm, I don't, I don't guess they do those anymore, but they used to have those request lines Saturday nights or whatever. This goes out from Jimmy to Donna, you know. Oh yeah. Requesting a song. I guess it's like song dedications, but you'd call a DJ up and request a song, that kind of thing. So uh, that used to be a thing, the request. Okay. So it's so wide open. You know, what do you do with that? I have um, an idea right off the bat. Oh, good. It could be a really interesting, fun, off-the-box thing where you're a live band and you're down on Broadway. 
they get paid for taking requests, right? Mm-hmm. And so it could be, let's just call it the gateway to like a party song mm-hmm. where you got the request for a certain song or whatever that is, boom, you played it and the place went crazy. You know what I mean? It was just yeah. all about how the energy changed and the party happened. You could describe all these different things and make it like a real cool party song. It could be a great like opener mm-hmm. kind of song, Yeah. but it's all about the request. You know, the one somebody like a request, play something I can dance to, you know, or yeah. something like, like whatever. <laughs> and, and then boom, it just lights everything up. That could be an interesting little vehicle to get to somewhere. Mm-hmm. And it all came down to the request, right? The request to party. <laughs> okay. I got the flip side of that. So this is more a singer songwriter, old school country kind of thing or whatever. Definitely not a fun party thing, but the guy that's been out chasing the dream, not home, playing the bars. And it's like a real storytelling kind of song here. So he's up there and he's taking the pieces of paper come in with request, right? Beyond like a $10 bill or $20 bill and boom, got the song title written or something like that. These pieces of paper come in. Uh-huh. And what if the request is like, come home, see your family, hold your baby? Oh. What if that's the request? Like his wife shows up. Oh, that just gave me chills. Yeah. Like this is (laughs) the only way I can freaking get your attention. Yeah. Is to give you a request. That... That's money right there, dude. I don't know if we could ever beat that. Like, <laughs> That's so money. That's so good. Like, yeah, so all of a sudden this request comes up, it goes in and you open it up and you're like, okay, what song you want? Come home. Come home. See your baby. Oh, I still love you. Time with us, you know, yeah, your spend time. Fans. Yeah. Oh, oh just make it hit in the field. <laughs> oh my God, dude. That's so, that just happened. Like literally I got goosebumps just thinking about that idea. That's money. I mean, it's so like punch you in the face, right? Like, oh my gosh, this is, what do you get when you play a country song backwards? You get your wife back, your dog back, you know, and you're <laughs> going hard to the field. Like, Wow. But it could also be what's amazing. I mean, you look at songs like uh, Luke Bryan has this one out recently called Build Me a Daddy. Okay. And it's the same kind of sentimentality of this kid saving up his money and he goes to this toy maker or whatever, this carpenter. He's like, build me a daddy because yeah, his daddy's off in the war or died or something, you know. Right. Build me a daddy. You're like, oh, my gosh, you went there. But Luke Bryan cut it. Yeah. Uh, you have the thing, The Dollar, which Jamie Johnson put out his debut back before he had the huge beard and he was on a major label. So a long time ago, Jamie Johnson called The Dollar. And basically the singer was a dad. He's a working man. He gets paid for his time kind of thing. So his son like saves up a dollar. He's like, how much time will this get me with you? Wow. But how much time can I buy with my daddy? Oh, wow. Basically, paid for your time, you know. And uh, you could fit kind of in that kind of world of, you know, you talk about punching the singer in the nethers. Boy, that could be hitting really close to home. Maybe some people don't want to touch, you know, <laughs> like, I don't think I want to put this out here, but it could be uh, really powerful. So, yeah, but this is part of the beauty of co-writing, too, because that idea spun off of what you were saying, Johnny, about a live show and a request comes in. And I'm taking that, I'm turning it and going, how can I flip that, too? That's part of the beauty of co-writing, what happens in the room. We go, oh, but what about this? So, yeah. So I'm going to take this idea. And if we turn left, we could do this. And then you're like, well, I can take that same idea. And if we turn right, it looks like this. And you're like, holy crap, that's it. I mean, dude, like that whole where the wife shows up at the show on tour, puts Mm -hmm. a request in there. He reads it and 
realizes that it's his wife, right? Like he doesn't yeah. see her put it in there. He just pulls something out of the hat or whatever. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's just your moment to bring it all home, to talk about the perspective. There's so many ways you could go there Yeah. that would not lose the weight right. of that moment. That's freaking brilliant, dude. I want to write this song. Like, <laughs> Yeah. The chorus is what the request is. Come home, see yeah. your baby, da-da-da, hold your lady, and da-da-da, you know, I miss yeah. you, love, you know, your wife. Whatever. That's that's my only request tonight. You know, and then, yeah. you know, he's like in second verse, like he finishes up. He somehow makes it through, you know, the rest <laughs> of it. Yeah, right. Cause, yeah. Uh, and he goes. Because he's missing her too, right? He's out there chasing the dream and working his ass off to provide for the family. But it, it comes at a price, right? It does. Yeah. And so then he comes home. And, but all the way through that, you know, sweet home Alabama, all he can hear in his head is come <laughs> baby you know it's so good man like (laughs) so that's so feely uh so emo hello pantheon podcast listeners christian swain here to tell you more about my experience with raycon earbuds our family now has three pairs of raycon earbuds around the house and my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price and yes she loves them Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com pantheon. Buyraycon.com pantheon. I'll tell you what, I don't know that the title would get you winning before you're spinning, but if they listen to that chorus on that song, I mean, that's a cut. That's a, you do that right. That's a cut. But like I said, it could hit an artist way too close to home where they don't want to go there because they may be feeling that guilt. And why do I want to put that on a record? You know, I don't know, but that's true. You know what? But it could be like, what a clever way to do an homage. What a clever way to honor your significant other. It's third person, you know, so it's not like I was singing this. You know, if you make it third person, then the singer has a little bit of distance. Even if it's first person, I mean, what a great way to be like, when I heard this song, I had to cut it because every night I sing it, I'm reminded of what I got going on back at home. It could be cathartic for the artist too, Yeah. right? Like I'm going to put this in there on purpose. Mm -hmm. Like instead of I don't want to touch that because it's giving me the guilt or whatever. No, I'm going to put it in because it is giving me the guilt and I want to remember I need to be talking every night. I need to be connecting every night. I need to be doing this. And that song, he's never going to have a show where he doesn't think about that, right? Yeah. So I would still think third person just because that way you can get away with a little more. And a female could sing it, which may give even a little more space to it. 
But it's one of those where like, oh, boy, I don't know who's going to say that. But it's also one of those scenes that's kind of real enough. I mean, it's a made up story. Does it, has anyone ever put that in the request jar? I don't know. But the situation is real enough. The tension of that situation, home life versus going out and trying to make it and stuff is, is real and relatable. Yeah. And to everybody, not just the music industry. I mean, to everybody yeah, who's like overworked. Yeah, desk, right? But yeah. it's one of those where you just, if you just own it and go hard there, then it's a choice. It's a bold choice. And then you hope it finds a home. But at least yeah. you're going to know you haven't heard that song 5,000 times. Oh, look, it's another pickup truck song. No, like, oh, this is, okay, this yeah, is feels I mean, now. It won't be for everybody, but it might be for somebody because it gives somebody a big reason to say yes versus just removing reasons to say no. So that's so freaking good. What else we got? Like, um, love it. <laughs> well, I mean, we're jonesing on this one. Like, I don't know how we're going to get off of it, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay. So there's a million requests. What could you be requesting? The last request. This is my last request. Somebody dying. You know, so you do on. that situation yeah. of, you know, somebody's last request. What is it? And what could be surprising about it? Do you do the more sentimental expected route of, my last request is for you to go live a good life, find somebody else and blah, blah, blah. Or just to your kids, live a good lives and be honest and remember me fondly, whatever. That's my last request. Yeah. It, you know, to me, that's not as interesting because that's more expected. Yeah. I have an idea. This is total country lane, but your old neighbor has a request to, let's say they mm -hmm. need to replace a fence, right? The fence between the two houses is dilapidated and the, mm -hmm. it's an old guy. Like this dude's like, you know, maybe a World War mm -hmm. II vet and he's in his 80s, but he's still the kind of guy that he's going to build his own damn fence. Mm -hmm. And he's asking you to help because it's in your property, too. And you're busy and you didn't want to do it, but you did it because you were raised right. And then the stories that you heard, mm -hmm. you know, like the way that you could get some life perspective from a day spent digging holes and building a fence with some old guy that you might not have spent that much time with yeah. if it wasn't for that request. Yeah. Right. And it doesn't have to be an old guy. It could be like just a neighbor. Like I actually did that with my neighbor in L.A. You know, I had a back neighbor and two side neighbors and I needed to replace the whole fence. And I was hoping that yeah. they would want to help pay for that because right. it's their yeah. fence, too, on the yard. other side. And I had two a-holes that didn't want to touch it. But my neighbor, who turned out to be a friend and a good neighbor, was like, yeah, I'll do it, but mm -hmm. we got to build it. And I was like, well, as long as you're driving, because I have no idea what the hell I'm doing. He's like, I got you. You know, I'm like, I can swing a hammer. I can take direction, but I wouldn't know yeah. where to start with this. He's like, I got you. And so we spent the whole day and we built it together. And I don't know if it goes from a hole in the ground. <laughs> That's exactly true. <laughs> That's exactly it. And we built it. And you know what? Uh -huh. I was really proud of that because I am not a, you know, I'm a get someone yeah. else or not a do it yourself or so much. But that was an experience. And what a great time. What a great idea for a story now, like yeah. unification, know your neighbor, learn a little bit more about him, and then you're just going to feel more compassion for him. And stuff. Well, the, the irony of building bridges while you're building fences. Right. <laughs> you know, because you're getting to know your neighbor. <laughs> oh, dude, that just happened. That's I don't know how you brilliant. Well, who knew you could build a bridge yeah. when you were trying to build a fence? <laughs> That's it. That's another good one right there. Wow. What a great, this is a good one. And as we're talking, I'm rewriting that other idea about the band guy. Maybe the main character is not the guy in the band. Maybe it's the wife. She came in and she felt a little out of place in this place with the smoke and the, you know, all that stuff. Cause she's not really a party girl, but you know, the request jar comes on by and she slips it in there with the 50 or whatever. 
and hoping he'll get to hers, right. you know, and she can see the look on his face that he does as he reads the words she wrote, come home. And you're like, oh, this girl that doesn't really belong in this ball, what's she doing here? She drops it in and she sees the look on his face and he looks for her and oh. finds her. And he's like, I got to take five guys. Yeah. Let the bass player sing one. And whatever happened. Oh, dude. And you can just set that up like with the landscape of her exactly. being the fish out of water. She doesn't belong here. This is honky tonk. Like, what is she doing here? Kind of a thing. And she's on a pedestal and she's this beautiful thing, like in a sea of animals that are drunk and having a good time. And the sink in the request jar or hand it, pass it up with the, like, what's, you know, the 50s, you're going to get to it. (laughs) Like, oh, yeah. That's going to be the first one you pull out. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. My hand is magically drawn to the 50. And then, you know, then what happens, you know? Oh, dude, so, so, so good. (laughs) And the way you can describe the facial expression of what happens when you read this. And that also gives the singer a little more space, too, because you're really following her. It's just a different way of presenting it. Yeah. So, I guess we hard to go. That's a lot of good looks, man. Yeah, we should probably just quit while we're ahead. (laughs) I think we should, because... Like, those are money, dude. Those are money. Like, you can build a bridge while you build a fence at the same time. <laughs> Unbelievable. So, uh, well, if Craig wants to work with you privately on this yeah. and try to write this song, she's which I would suggest definitely thinking about, mm-hmm. at yeah. least considering, because <laughs> this concept's yeah. giving me the feels, man. Just the thought of it. And, and boy, the, the what pressure it could be. of that is like, oh, gosh, we can't screw this up. Like, when you get those ideas, you're like, yeah. oh. Yeah, because it's oh, so good. I can't screw that up. Uh, a lot of pressure. Let's go get another cup of coffee. <laughs> there you go. Yes, so how I do you do that? Uh, private consulting, coach writing, private song feedback, private song title challenges, all that good stuff. Q&A, picking my brain, all that good stuff. You can get all the details, see my calendar, a book, a session at songwritingpro.com slash coaching. That is songwritingpro.com slash coaching. All right, guys, there you go. That brings us to the end of another killer song title challenge. Send your song titles in to info at daredevilproduction.com. Please put song title challenge in the subject line so that it gets into the right folder and we spring them live. And who knows? We might just uh, might just read yours on the air. You can send in as many as you want. And it's all just a fun, creative exercise, guys. This podcast exists for one reason, because we want you to win. So keep on climbing. And we'll see you at the top. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett. 
Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 